Coming up on today's show, our very own Chris Golick was able to hear from three VGK players at the press avail at the VGK golf tournament yesterday. We hear their comments coming up next on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome aboard, Tony Cardasco and the aforementioned Chris Golick. We are from Las Vegas, of course. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Find us wherever you get your podcast, and make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today. This episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. So, Chris, ahead on today's episode number 666, you know, I was thinking, man, you know who you should have interviewed? Uh, you should have tried to catch up with the former New Jersey devil, Sean Burke. Ah. Okay. Yeah, for okay. episode six six six. That's not good. Okay. Other uh, goalie coach who no one can even talk to. So he's a myth. Maybe six 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 is a myth. Who knows? So first up, so you were at the golf tournament uh, yesterday, and great job there getting some questions in in the scrum. And I like that Gallic kind of took control too of the scrum. Uh, first up, we have an interview with Aiden Hill, who now can afford, I guess, those Louis Vuitton slides. Uh, thank you, Logan Reaver, for uh, setting up and sending us that photo. <laughs> he can finally afford those slides uh, after the new contract. But you had an opportunity to first up speak with Aiden Hill. Yeah, let's just uh, get right into it. We'll show we have the ability to show videos now. So here we go. We'll talk about this in a second. Right in our day, it's always exciting. What's the difference in your personal mindset coming into the season? Last season, not necessarily accurate, but kind of come in as the backup this season, new contract, Stanley Cup run. How does that feel just for you coming in right now? Uh, honestly, I'm just excited to get things going. Uh, contract and all that aside, it's coming into the season. Uh, I mean, our expectations are high. We're uh, looking to kind of keep the ball rolling. Obviously, losing Smith sucks, but uh, we'll move on and carry on. And uh, Yeah, we're just excited to get to that first game and get things rolling. Are you and Logan looking forward to a healthy competition for starts? Yeah, yeah, we've always kind of had that mindset between each other. So, uh, yeah, we have a good relationship there. So, uh, yeah, we'll just be pushing each other every day in practice and carrying into the games. Has life changed? Wow. <laughs> Losing Smith sucks. There, Yeah, that was also a, um, a sub-theme, I guess, of the discussions amongst the players. Interesting. Wow. I wonder if that will impact this team any um, and he then will. next, I mean, uh, you can't replace yeah. him. He's not replaceable. He will. Yeah. Interesting. Um, next, we hear from Keegan Kolasar, who gets a little bit emotional from some video clips that we saw about winning the Stanley Cup. It's the easy way to get together. Do you have any personal goals for next personal goals or achievements for next season? 
Uh, nothing personal. I, you know what? This was such a surreal summer. It was such an amazing feeling. Um, also, the partying was pretty cool too. So that that and being another winner gives itself enough motivation for all of us. Are you addicted to the confetti right now? To the confetti? No, no, no. There's other things uh, like the beer I'm addicted to. But, <laughs> um, you know, that's that's something that uh, you know. Hopefully, we can uh, repeat. Have you thought? Of- so you guys can't see this, and obviously, if you're on audio, you definitely can't see it. But I can watch <laughs> the reactions on the bottom of the screen while the videos play. And Tony was uh, almost fell off his chair when uh, we got Keegan Cole started beer comments. Sixteen beers. I could, that's all I could think of. Oh, I should. That's why I should. I should have got that. I should have asked Cole how many beers they get inside that thing and what kind. No questions about all these celebrations around water. No, no, no. I probably should have because there was wasn't a, the right forum, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's always the right that that was the right form for about anything, honestly. No, we were right off. I think it was either the first or the eighteenth hole. I'm not sure. I've I've never had the pleasure of golfing at the Wind Golf Course. Um, but I should have made a comment. Hey, there's some water over there. Anyone want to go take a picture with the Stanley Cup and see if anyone would have taken the bait? I have to ask you: Were other players there? Were oh god, yeah. So I think the way the it was set there? up, um, it was an eighteen hole. I don't know if that's proper. Well, four man eighteen hole scramble. Um, so I believe the way VGK sold the event was you buy, you buy in and you get to golf with one golden Knights player. So you would think at the most, there was 18 players there. I saw pictures with, this is kind of interesting. Mark Stone was out there having a good old time on the golf course. And I was cruising Twitter and some people weren't too happy watching Mark Stone golf. And I get it, but folks just stop it. Um, no, so I saw Mark Stone. We know Colstar was there. Um, uh, who else? I saw Braden McNabb in a video. Derek England was walking around. I saw White Cloud there. So there Carlson, was definitely a Carlson lot more was players there. there. Tina Wynn had, yeah, Tina Wynn had a, an interview with Carlson. Oh, okay. So he really was there. Okay. I thought you were. Yeah. Uh, whenever you no, say William Carlson, there. I don't know where you're going, Tony. I just, I'm here for the ride. Tina Wynn from Channel 13 was at the win. So she got to speak to whoever she wanted to, I guess. One of the old um, general managers I used to work for when I, when I worked at Bally's a long time ago was Marilyn Wynn, who actually transferred to the win as well. So just, yeah. interesting tidbit. It is episode <laughs> number 666. Uh, OK, so we've got Ben Hutton up next. Uh, and so Hutton, uh, tee it up, man. Yeah, so Hutton, Hutton is fun. Hutton is one of the most laid back vgk players to talk to and you can definitely tell he is riding the high but just the human element of the interaction with him strikes a bit differently (laughs) have you watched any of the games have you watched the celebration yeah there's been some celebrations and uh we well we had a cool uh video that you guys actually might have made there so uh i we watched that a few times Uh, i put that on the tv just to get fired up and we had it on (laughs) At the bar when we were having the cup celebration. So, yeah, it was cool. What is it like I mean, just coming around town, you go out for dinner or something like that? You're not really, if, if you're not recognized, but you're just kind of sitting there enjoying yourself and you see someone wearing a Golden Knights jersey. You see something come on the TV that shows the Golden Knights and Stanley Cup champions. How does that make you feel when you just kind of sit back and take that moment in? Yeah, it's a feel good for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I always, especially for the kids when they have a Vegas Golden Knights shirt, and being back in Ontario, if I see him, whether you recognize him or not, I'm always like, hey, nice shirt, buddy. And like, you can just see, like, they get lit up, they're, they're excited. And, like, some guys, they, like, some kids, they didn't even know, they're like, yeah, we won the Stanley Cup. And it's, like, it's just cool. It's fun to see, and it's, it's awesome. When you have a whole... So I almost slipped up on that one. So 
I, I I started to say you're unrecognizable, and you you caught me stopping there. I didn't want to say he's not like Mark Stone or William Carlson, like everyone's going to recognize him. That wasn't the way to say that. It was, hey, you're in your street clothes. You're not really recognizable. And then I I knew knew, knew enough to stop myself right there, and I I walked it back without without pissing him off. I think. <laughs> no, did you ask him if he saw the Barbie movie? I think that's what the fans really want to know. I, I'm I'm sure it was asked if I would have stayed around a little bit longer. No, nah, maybe <laughs> if he did how many Barbie dances he was. The the better question would have been how many random celebrations was he in, and then all of a sudden the Barbie music comes on, and all the players, you know, someone uh, someone put him up to it. What was the tone? You interviewed these three players, but just to, what is the tone of this team heading into this season? It's confident, and obviously we're going to hit a little bit more on that in a, in a few minutes here. But you know, it's it's much different, and you wonder how the pressure felt from coming into the previous seasons not making the playoffs, and then now the difference in the pressure level coming in as Stanley Cup champions. And personally, I felt there'd be less pressure coming in as the Stanley cup champion. I felt that mm-hmm. the players aren't going to coast. No, but you, you win the Stanley cup. It changes everything. It changes everything for every one of these players uh, besides the ones that, you know, did it for the second and third time, which isn't too many of them. So I'm not saying I felt they were going to slow down by any means, but the point is they're, they're motivated and they want to, they want to piss off the hockey world again. It looks like. Coming up next, yeah, we're going to approach uh, this subject. Is VGK overconfident? You said they have confidence, but are they overconfident heading into this upcoming season? We explore that next right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Get ready for the NFL season. It kicked off last night. Incredible game with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off of the NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now's the best time to join FanDuel, folks. The app is easy to use. It can uh, be bet on everything that you see out there from the point spreads at the player props and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season with an offer that you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. We are back on Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Gallick coming up, of course, as always on Fridays. It is our tradition with WTF. What the Friday? What the stinking Friday? Okay. Just another week comes to a family show. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, And so right before the break, we started to talk a little bit about the confidence level of VGK. Uh, Yeah. And to say that they weren't changed uh, here by winning the cup, like Mark Stone said, you know, you can't deny that your life has changed. That's what he told Pat McAfee, as we saw. Um, I personally don't believe uh, that this VGK team is not overconfident. Oh, double negatives. Okay, so they are overconfident. I think they are. Yeah, in other words, they are overconfident. Two negatives equal a positive? Is that what we're doing Yeah, I think so. They do have a very confident demeanor about them. Yes, we've watched them throughout the course of the offseason after winning the Cup. 
Now it is back to business. When did they get started with practices here? I mean, unofficially, they've already started. The captain's practices, the unofficial practices, the practices that never happened are happening right now every morning, pretty much. Um, They got the date yesterday, and I forgot already. I think it's probably right after the rookie faceoff. Yeah, and this team now will have a target on its back this upcoming season. That's a good thing. Yeah, and it's just a matter of how they are going to handle things. Yeah, and looking at last season, Golden Knights came out shot out of a cannon. Uh, First third of the season, really good. Middle third of the season, more or less right up to the All-Star break, eh, not very good. And then obviously last third of the season, the Golden Knights in Edmonton were absolutely scorching hot down the stretch. And I even thought Edmonton was going to run away with the, with the cup, the way they were playing, but obviously the Golden Knights found a way to slow them down. So Golden Knights are prepared. They know when to turn it on and when to conserve a little bit of energy. They have to, there's a lot of 30 somethings on this team. There's some health issues on this team. Of course, Mark Stone and his back is the the most notable of the health issues. At some point, you know, you wonder if Petrangelo is going to slow things down a little bit. March or so, we've talked about a possible regression. And, you know, this isn't being negative. This is simply just acknowledging the reality that the team is a year older, coming off of a shortened offseason, a fun offseason, mind you, but a very shortened offseason where eh, they maybe didn't have the same health regimen as they did leading up to a season in which they did not qualify for the playoffs. So, you look at all of that, and the Golden Knights will be ready to manage that, I think. There might be some reality checks where it's a random game, let's say, I don't know, in you know the middle of November, Arizona comes to town, and the Golden Knights think they're going to walk all over them. And, you know, like the San Jose Sharks did, I think they beat the Golden Knights 5-2 to two on home ice last season, which is never supposed to happen. So the fact that the Golden Knights do have this target on their back is going to help to keep them grounded so to speak right no one's going to give the golden lights a victory because they're the stanley cup champion there's going to be 82 opportunities this season for other teams to measure themselves against the stanley cup champion no matter how bad your season is going no matter how bad of a run your team is on if you beat the golden knights whether it's on the road or at home you defeated the you defeated the stanley cup champion and that is something that can be used as a motivator for the national hockey league yeah and for the golden v- knights well, I mean, last year, let's face it, again, it was a perfect storm for VGK. Not everything is going to go according to form this upcoming season. It's a perfect storm for any team that wins the Stanley Cup. There's luck. There's being on the right side of variance. There's, There's Aiden Hill Boston, making uh, a save that he yeah. doesn't make one. Yeah. He, he makes one out of 99 times, and it's a remarkable save There's when it the, happens. There's it's the awesome. Bruins dropping out of the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. Do you think that's the goal? I don't think the Bruins would have walked all over the Golden Knights by any means. I would have loved to have seen that series. Oh, I would have paid good money for that series. I would have loved to see Vegas Edmonton as a Stanley Cup final. If that, I mean, that that was a Stanley Cup final as, as we as we learned, right? You know, Dallas uh, didn't really. I mean, Dallas, yes, it was a, a four to two series, but it, you know, it was a little wasn't really that. And the Florida series, you know, still hasn't started yet. Okay, subtopic, subtopic. Uh, something that came across on uh, social media. Uh, they had uh, they had this list of the best NHL teams to watch this upcoming oh. season by Sarah Sivian. <laughs> oh, is this one of your WTFs? You know, if I had thought about it, it was going to. I didn't write it down, so it's 50-50 okay. if I would have hit or not. Okay, so in any event. Uh, so 
the most exciting team to watch, the Seattle Kraken, New Jersey Devils, number two, Florida Panthers, three, your Chicago Blackhawks. They're going to be fun. Yes, no doubt. Uh, Buffalo's five, Edmonton, six, Edmonton, six. I would watch Edmonton every night. I And of course, they're going to be on TV every night. So we will <laughs> be watching them every night. And then uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Dallas Stars. Where is VGK? Is this not a fun team to watch this upcoming season? I don't know how Seattle gets the top of the list. Oh, yeah. there's, there's one team on that they list that I'll question. Me. They bore me. They're not exciting. They're they're good. They're fundamentally sound. They do some great things, but they're not exciting up and down the ice and scoring. No, and they, and, they, the and they've done some good things in the offseason. They've added some experience on the blue line. They're going to be, you know, a, a, every bit as, as a tough out as they were last season. They might get, have another 100-point season coming up too, but I mean – I don't know. I mean, I, I would feel that if you're the Stanley Cup champion, that automatically automatically qualifies you for the top eight. But I mean, hey, what are we going to do? You know, who does? Uh, I think Sarah Sivian. I think doesn't she doesn't she follow uh, and cover? I think she covers the Canes, the Hurricanes, and they're not even in that list. Hurricanes uh, are going to be a very exciting team. And the Penguins are going to be fun, I think, with all the new pieces that they've added. That could be a fun team to watch. I I I, I talk about the age of the Golden Knights and and all that. I don't know what the average age between the two teams is, but I know Pittsburgh. They got a they got a small window, and if they don't do it this year or next year, the the years after that with that Carlson contract and whatever Crosby gets paid again, it's going to be uh Pittsburgh's got two years. <laughs> okay, coming up next, it is that time once again for our weekly feature. WTF, what the stinking Friday. We'll return with more right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel that is Locked On Golden Knights. And Chris, it is that time once again. It is that time for WTF, what the Friday. I there's so many topics here. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, I'll just start off kind of mild. I'll, I'll go mildly. Um, it is WTF. It is is it that time of year again when the Bill Foley subscription runs out on the hashtag? So if you put Vegas born, uh, we don't have the little shield showing up. WTF? Are they got to pay money for that. Mild. Yeah, I think you do have to pay money for that. I, I have no idea. I, yeah. I, I honestly, I, I believe that because sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. I, yeah, I don't know nothing His about subscription Twitter. Ran out. And... Yeah, it, yeah. The wine bottle of the month that still shows up at the Foley residence, but we cannot get the uh, the shield. WTF? That's interesting. I learn something new every day. So I, I talk a lot about age and stuff like that. My, my wife has figured something interesting out. It's her birthday today, actually. And Happy she's celebrating birthday. her 21st birthday for the 18th consecutive year. So, you know, wow. good for her for figuring that out. And uh, more importantly, <laughs> we actually had my daughter Allie's birthday uh, yesterday. Her birthday, her, it was her eighth birthday, and we celebrated by her first ever soccer practice. So that was a, that was a good fun. time. So, well, yeah, you birthdays had a lot in the household. You had a lot of goodies there for her, too. I saw those. There's always goodies. And, yeah, if there was one blessing about Allie's birthday, it was on a school day. It's not like Christmas morning where, you know, you got the whole dang day to go through presents and it's exhausting and the clock just goes so <laughs> slow. She had school. I got, you know, it, it was that, that was good. But we got shenanigans. We're going to flame and fajitas for lunch today. That's going to be a good time, actually. Can't wait for that. OK, so positive w WTF. Yep. 
that's a good WTF. Uh, for once, we've got some positivity. I'm in mid-season <laughs> form, of course. Uh, Let me hit another one here. I'm not sure where you're going, but I'm going to hit another one here. So Do it, man. I'm right. ready. So this, this dude licks people. He huh? snaps people's skates in the face-off circle. He's been ejected from a game for spearing a goalie right where the sun don't shine early in the game, too. And now that might be your next captain of the Boston Bruins, Brad Marchand. I don't know if it's been officially <laughs> announced yet, but with uh, Krejci and uh, more importantly, Bergeron out of the picture, um, you know, he's, he's the last All man right. standing. And oddly enough, uh, I was uh, I, I was selling some boxes of hockey cards to people last night in my personal business. And, and you got a Kale two... McCarr card. Oh, we got a huge Kale McCarr earlier in the week. That was a How much is that one worth? Uh, 1500 2k something like that nice um but no we had two brad marchand autographs last night which doesn't happen too often so that was kind of cool so okay brad marchand wtf uh let's see if it turns out to be captain brad marchand and how that's going to uh work out and remember Bruce cassidy actually um mentioned some interactions he had with brad marchand about what he wants his legacy to be and after he got suspended from some games and stuff like that so we'll see if uh, bruce cassidy's comments have helped marchand at all as he uh, comes in the next season as the possible captain of the Bruins. WTF, I texted you this the other night. Uh, Isaiah Seville is not 6-1. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> maybe in platform shoes or maybe on skates, very high skates. People wear all sorts of shoes these days, Tony. I so saw him, I saw him at platforms. the Yeah, I saw him at the Dollar Loan Center at the G League game the other night. And even like next to those players, he looks about 5'8". Five nine. I've walked next to him a couple times. I don't know. Six one feels a bit generous, but I've never been that close to him. Yeah, yeah. I had to look it up, man. Six one. Are you kidding me? WTF. We've got some from, of course, our good friends on the X. And so a good one from Lewis Gregory at Ludog777. Why is Frank Saravelli bringing up Nolan Patrick's health when the poor kid has went from potential superstar to never was? Very poor taste. Hashtag WTF. And never was not heard... aggressive, but keep going. That's that's no, aggressive. but we've but never we've not heard anything from VGK on this matter. There's nothing Why not? from VGK. Okay, or just yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see if we we do hear something something else simmers percolates. We need clarification from Sarah Valley. You know when me and you say something goofy, you know people are going to ask us about it and maybe call us out and we'll talk about it whatever. But Saravelli is uh, many many notches and podiums and rings however you want to put it above you and I as far as when he talks a lot more people listen, which also gives you a different level of accountability and when you do say something like that you should be held accountable and I wish more people would be calling him out on Twitter and simply and not even calling him out like like why what we're talking about, folks, is Sarah Velli did make a comment about Nolan Patrick on a podcast. I forgot what it was. I don't know, I don't know if he was on 32 Edmonton Thoughts now. or what it was. Edmonton now. Oh, Edmonton now. Okay, yeah, there now. you go. So yeah. he was on Edmonton out now, and he makes the comment, oh, Nolan Patrick maybe was healthier than the Golden Knights led people to believe. Okay, fine. Why did you I say that him. comment? What I does that him. comment mean? Sarah Velli's track record, Tony, I will not argue with you. He is... Although he was a little bit off on the John Gibson story, it seemed like. But in general, he said he speaking, wanted out. He was facing 50 shots a game. I would want out. I would want out too, but it's come out, you know, maybe he ran with the comments a little more than he needed to. You see, see that. So, and, and that's okay, fair. fair. Job generate clicks. That's how he makes money. I, I'm okay with that. But when you make a comment like that about someone's health 
about their situation. I mean, I don't know. He's Dr. Frank Cervelli. I don't know if he knows stuff about this, but, you know, just clarify the comment. Why did you say that? What is it that you think you know about the Golden Knights and how they handled, handled the Nolan Patrick situation? And if there is something happening that should not have been happening, well, then maybe, uh, you know, you should tell the world what's going on. But the question that I have to this moment, I'm not aware of Nolan Patrick working out getting a PTO, getting a contract offer, getting an AHL offer, getting any type of offer to get back on the ice. So that also speaks for itself in all of this. WTF, my man yes, Chris Garlick at the at the golf course yesterday with this fear behind him. Why don't they put up the Golden Knights logo? That would have been kind of cool. It's, I asked about that, and uh, they said it has not been up there to the best of their knowledge. Interesting. WTF, money. our money. good friend at XREB. Fan X, who is one of my biggest fans out there. Uh, why are the Knights letting guys that qualify as rookies play in the rookie camp? Seems shady. WTF. That was in response to the Brendan Wait, guys Scott that qualify comments. as rookies? Is that or don't qualify as rookies? A, taking a shot as, at me because I was uh, talking about Brendan Brisson. Why in the world is he playing in the rookie face-off? Second one, Tony. You're that. I'm with you on most things, but you're you're a little off on that one. You're a little That's off. That's okay. That no, you don't have to. I don't want you to agree. <laughs> we also have uh, WTF. Uh, so Maxine, people like it when I call him Maxine Comtois not, instead of Max. Uh, someone made a comment about that the other day. But that's day. his real name, correct? Just to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. I'll We're not knocking the guy or saying something. If he weird makes there. the okay. team, I'll have some sort of a crazy nickname for him. Uh, so anyway, he should be here next week from everything, these reports from Canada should be here on monday for his pto wtf i have to i you know i can't let things go ever why would vgk not invite noah gregor here um i thought that he would be really good he signed for pto with toronto with the maple leafs and uh of course the sharks didn't give him a qualifying offer so he is a free agent and so uh last year 10 goals 17 uh points um, career minus 51, but it's Maxine Comtois about the same. Seriously, they're, they're cut from the same cloth, Anaheim and uh, San Jose, as far as that goes. So, that, that means nothing. Uh, four seasons he played with the Sharks. Oh, another note on a WTF note about Maxine Comtois. Uh, he had nine goals last season. Guess what? All nine at even strength. So, he could become a good 5v5 player for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, you know, you wonder if he were to make the team, can he, I'm not sure based on his time of service, if he can get a two-way contract. I don't know exactly how that side of the business works, but, you know, if let's just assume for a second he made the team and made, you know, was one going to be one of the 20 skaters, where would he possibly slot it? And more importantly, would he knock someone off? I mean, line four is not moving anywhere, so really... We're talking about Howden, which is safe on day one. We're talking about Amadio, who is probably safe on day one. And then we're talking about Cotter and Dorofia, who are competing basically for the vacant role that Riley Smith left behind. And then now you put a three-horse race in there. I mean, I don't mind the competition. I think it'd be good. And, you know, the team can use the depth because we know there's going to be all sorts of injuries Mark Stone's ceiling is literally 50 games this year, whether it's a pitch count or his back gives out or something happens. So that's going to be 30 games right there, plus everything else that's going to happen. So 
you know, maybe uh, it could be a, uh, listen, I'll, I'll say this again. When the Golden Knights signed Chandler Stevenson, like, okay, cool. And look what Stevenson turned out to be. So there you go. Uh, WTFs in abundance today. One WTF to just kind of keep on the radar. For some odd reason, Brett Howden of the Brett Howden line and his wife have gone dark. They have gone private on their Instagrams. And so just saying, um, of course, he was on that 2019 team, uh, the Canadian juniors team that is under investigation. But we'll just keep an eye on that. WTF. Yeah, Another- I mean, I'll I'll even I, I think I told you to kind of, we'll, we'll kind of maybe relax with that a little bit. But I mean, listen, let's, let's, I'm going to read too much very into carefully. It, so. But, you know, yeah, Maxine no, Con- that's Con- all I said. I just in. W- Brett Howden's Twitter is dark. That's all I did. Yeah, let's just see what's going. Something's going on there. Something's happening because we know we've got a very good feel for VGK. Or, I mean, or he took a lesson from Shea Theodore's uh, girl and just said, screw it. I don't want you saying something's going to piss off the fan base. So no, no more, uh, no more public uh, social media. It could be something as simple as that. Well, you could turn off, you could turn off comments. You could turn off comments. Yeah, um, but once you, once you make the comment, it's out there. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, WTF, you saw this one too. Uh, Alec Martinez. Alec Martinez (laughs) tweeted out, first place, Lions. With the lion emoji, Mahomes lead the leagues and leads the league in interceptions. Just are they, <laughs> did they hang the banner yet? I think there's going to be a banner ceremony whenever the Lions' first home game is won a game on prime time. I know they could be in a tie for first place, but let's face it here: this is a very big weekend for Denver. The Broncos and the Raiders are home team here because whoever wins What's the over under seventy six and a half, they could be in first place in the AFC West. Got to find an angle. Mr. Golic, but it's great to have football. Yeah, football. This is great. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, this is awesome. It's a great time of year. And we can now... and this is about the time the Golden Knights fans. Oh, the Raiders Twitter didn't say anything about the Golden Knights. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm yeah, I'm surprised. They should be every day tweeting about each other. I think. Every day. Every day. They should be every day of each other. Every day of each other. There you go, Tony. Thanks. He is Chris Golic. <laughs> I am Tony Cardasco. He is at TD Chris G, as you see on your screen. I am at Tony Dasco. We are at Locked on VGK on Twitter, and make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's a great present coming up for all the holidays ahead. This has been a momentous episode, number 666, whatever that means. I thought you were going to wear like devil horns or something today. You disappointed me. You really let me down, but great job on the golf course. Those questions were supreme, for sure. We'll see you again. Oh, thanks to the everydayers, too, for tuning in. We'll see you again on Monday. Right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Have a great weekend, everyone.